Welcome to Small Business Evolution, the podcast brought to you by Encompass Evolve. Here, we'll provide insights, information, and advice to help you leverage your greatest resource for business growth, your employees. Whether you're a solo operator looking to start hiring soon, or the boss of a small team needing a little extra help, join us to learn how to become a leader people want to work for and build a business people want to work in. Let's evolve your small business together. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Small Business Evolution, the podcast helping you go from solo to CEO. I'm your host, Ashley Beck. There's a word that I throw around a lot when talking about small businesses that are struggling with their staffing, and that's inconsistency. It's usually both cause and effect. So today I'm going to chat about how you can streamline operations, improve productivity, and get consistent results through the implementation of effective systems and processes in your business, which can be an incredibly dry subject if you don't love systems in the unnatural way that I do. So I'll do my best to make this as compelling as I can. At the very least, you'll get some actionable tips that you can start implementing right away. Systemizing your business can help with getting your team on the same page, get them communicating better, and makes training so much easier. But it would also improve customer interactions and the overall service you can provide. It's risk management, problem solving, and decision making. And can make your business more profitable by ensuring you get paid, allows you to see opportunities for growth, and ways to save money. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about Sarah. She's the director of a busy creative agency. The agency is known for its innovative campaigns, but behind the scenes, chaos reigns due to the absence of systems and processes. One Monday morning, Sarah arrives at the office to find a flood of emails and messages. The team is seriously confused over project deadlines, leaving her scrambling to provide answers. Without clear processes in place, There's no standardised way to communicate project details, which leads to misunderstandings and mismanaged work. As the week progresses, the lack of systems causes more issues. Meetings are disorganised and without proper agendas, and key decisions are postponed or foregone entirely. The client is unhappy and deadlines are missed due to the constant reshuffling of priorities. And even though the work is incomplete, the team is stressed and exhausted. Invoicing is another nightmare. With no effective financial procedures, tracking billable hours is a guessing game. This results in delayed payments and financial instability for the agency, straining supplier relationships and team morale. Now Sarah's case is a little extreme. Most businesses will have some kind of system in place, particularly providing their product or service. If nothing was working right, it would actually be easier to see the problem. But because we assume the main external aspect of the business functions well enough, many small business owners would tend to overlook the internal processes that are lacking. The energy and focus goes into making money, with the mentality if the customer stays happy, anything else can be fixed up later. The big issue here is, later doesn't really exist. 
And at first, the business just continues like a duck on water. On the surface, as far as anyone else sees, everything is calm. No major worries. Underneath, the little legs are scrambling. Employees are rushing around trying to fix things that shouldn't have gone wrong in the first place. Over time, these internal or below-the-surface issues will start to impact the customers. Miscommunication between staff can lead to mistakes or missed orders, inaccurate information, under or overcharging, etc., etc. And for a business already struggling in the financial department, this could mean refunds or discounts to appease the unhappy customers or further delays in getting paid due to disputes. For employees, the continuous cycle of firefighting to make things right for customers can erode their confidence, their job satisfaction, and overall well-being. Employees will find themselves constantly on edge, anxiously awaiting the next customer complaint or issue. Simply put, Sarah would have a high turnover of staff who just don't get paid enough to feel that burnt out all the time. And customers who may be satisfied with the end product, but not confident enough in her business to recommend her to others. What do we mean when we say systems? For our purposes, it's simply the way in which we get something done. If you're lacking in a system, your business is not achieving an intended outcome in the intended way. For our creative agency director, Sarah, it was identified that there needed to be a standard, centralized way to communicate project details with the team. In this case, using a cloud-based project management program would do just that. Now the mistake many business owners would make is to purchase a program that suits their budget and say, job done. While it's true this solution would achieve the intended outcome, the process that surrounds it, or the intended way, has not yet been considered. When implementing or improving on a system, the entire process, how it flows and what else it may interact with needs to be examined. Otherwise, whatever is done to correct the problem will either be not enough and simply act as a band-aid, or it will actually cause more problems later on. Let's go through this in a little more detail. Number one, determine what you want to achieve. The broader you make this, the more difficult nailing down a specific system is going to be. So in this case, we aren't looking to systemize all communications for the business, just communicate project details amongst the team. Number two, assess what's already in place. What resources do you already have available and can any of these be repurposed to achieve the outcome and save you money? Look, as a small business, especially a new business, it's not always feasible to just throw money at problems and a very small business won't need the bells and whistles that come with a lot of project management programs out there. So for Sarah, writing a list of the project details that do need to be noted and looking at how the team communicates now will help her in sourcing the right program, or it might actually reveal a different type of system altogether that will work for them. Number three. What processes or resources are currently in use in the business that might run peripheral to the system you are designing? Or what might connect to it directly? 
This could be customer management, financial management, staff rostering, supply chain details. Basically, if Sarah already has some programs that she uses in her business, it would be more efficient, effective, and possibly cheaper to have the project management software integrate with these. The team would have less programs to have to switch between, customer data would be more centralized, which would reduce risk and errors, and there would be a likelihood that automations can be set up between programs to reduce the workload. Number four, and this one's really important, determine what else is missing. So Sarah's major problem was communicating project details amongst the team. Sarah decided that to fill the gap in the process, project management software was required. She found the right program that integrates with her bookkeeping software, so hopefully she can start getting her financials on track as well. Awesome. However, Sarah isn't taking in the whole big picture. She isn't looking at the process from beginning to end and then seeing how her solution will fit into it. She's just filling the gap. The problem with doing this is, well, she can't see if there are any problems. For example, the software could facilitate communication from a tech perspective, but if there are underlying issues with how the team members otherwise communicate or collaborate, from say a culture perspective, then these issues are still gonna persist. Some employees may resist new processes and ways of working. The, I've always done it this way, why change now types? So Sarah should look into change management strategies to address resistance and ensure buy-in. Merely providing the software without proper training can lead to underutilization and frustration. The team needs to understand the software's capabilities and how to make the most of them. And really just understand this is how we do things now. Also, the software will still need to be set up, integrated, and have all the relevant information imported or entered. Sarah may not have considered the financial cost of this or the time requirement of her staff to complete it. I could literally keep going. There are so many different angles to consider when trying to implement or amend a system. So ensure you look at the various ways that your team may affect a process or the process may affect the team. Do the same for any relevant tech you have in your business and lastly, look at the process itself and consider what it might need to function and go from there. Our last point on this, testing and maintenance. Sarah will need to ensure that the system flows beginning to end, is successful in achieving the intended outcome in the intended way, and that this is tested regularly to get ahead of any issues. And that the process is clearly documented for consistency and accountability. Okay, now that we've solved Sarah's issues, let's talk a little bit more about that last point, documenting processes. There are too many businesses out there that rely on show and tell style training, which basically means that little, if anything, is written down about how things are done and it's up to the staff to show and tell the new employees how to do something, which would be fine if A, we knew all the staff were doing things exactly the same way and training accordingly, and B, if everybody learnt the same way, so show and tell training was completely effective for all staff members. 
That's simply not the case. And what happens when the staff members who know things leave? Do you have the time to be solely responsible for training newcomers? And what if you decide you want to sell your business or get investors? How would you hand over the operations or prove your efficiencies, that you're a profitable business with functioning systems? Every business needs some kind of operations manual. It can be in hard copy, digital, written, video, audio format, whatever best suits your business needs and the majority of your staff in terms of accessibility and understanding. It should document the major aspects of how you do, what you do, and why you do it that way. Why the why? Because it helps lock information in. That understanding will reinforce the nature of the process to have it performed in the necessary way. As a small business owner, especially as a solo operator, you may begin designing your operations manual as you need it to be for your own accessibility and style, which is fine to start with, at least you're getting something down. But bear in mind that you are not the intended final audience for what you're documenting. When creating a system and documenting it, you need to consider the end user. If you use technical jargon or insider acronyms that a new employee wouldn't yet understand, they aren't going to be able to follow the document it would be of no use to a potential buyer or investor either. The biggest issue with show and tell training is most people need to be shown processes multiple times, which decreases productivity as you or the knowledgeable team member stops to show the process or answer the same question yet again. If it's all clearly documented and accessible, employees should be empowered to find the answers themselves. They should be able to work through the procedure that has been detailed to achieve outcomes autonomously after their initial training. So a recap. Number one, Band-Aid solutions don't work for long in business. Just because your customers are happy, if your team is falling apart, don't consider your business successful. Number two, when looking to improve systems to solve a problem, look at the big picture. Will your proposed solution fit right in or will it have a domino effect and negatively impact other aspects of your business? And number three, creating a centralized operations manual, however that looks to you, will make your business more valuable, support your training efforts with your team and provide a structure for, oh, say it with me, consistency. Thank you so much for joining me again for Small Business Evolution. If you have any questions about today's topic or want to know more about how we can help you, please visit encompassevolve.com.